We all have experienced autopilot when it comes to driving. You start your car, and then you find yourself at your destination. You haven't really put much thought into it, because you've done that route so many times that it's ingrained in your brain and the brain pretty much drives you to your destination. Now imagine this is your life, that it's become so routine that you don't really have to even put any thought into what you do next. The routine you've created for yourself guides you through the rest of your life. The pitfall of this approach is that you limit your potential for growth and you often miss out on the big picture. My guest today helps women say yes to themselves, their dreams, and unapologetically own their worth. If this sounds like something you want to do, then you won't want to miss the story of Trina Ramsey. My name is Aruna Krishnan, best-selling author of the Busy Mind series, a trilogy that helps leaders thrive. Welcome to Lead That Thing a podcast that empowers women in their lives, businesses, and careers. Trina is the founder of the Just Do You Institute for Women's Empowerment. She's an executive coach, author, and motivational speaker. Her primary client base is women over 40. I find that at that age is when you kind of come into yourself and you kind of uh, are willing to say no to some things, but maybe not say yes to some things. We get, by that time, you're kind of fully formed also. So you're like in the swing of your career or your family or your community. And sometimes we get a bit overextended. And so part of the, I worked with a, um, with the business coach and we came up with the just do you branding because it was really about like giving ourselves permission to own our voice, to own our value, to own our self-worth and to really begin to like say yes and then dare to say no to some things. Because of decisions we've made and expectations we've put on ourselves, we often find it hard to say no. That comes from fear of being rejected and the fear of disappointing someone, which is an indication that you are living on others' terms rather than your own. Trina has written a book on how to get past that guilt, shame, and obligation. So it's um, 50, 50 life lessons, and I wrote it when I was turning 50. And I had tried to write a book before and this was in my earlier days as a life coach. And I wasn't really kind of like, I would say I was generic. You know, like most coaches, we learn all the foundational principles and practices. And until you're able to like hone your niche more, you, you can like, what I was writing was just like, meh. You know, it wasn't moving me. So I've, you're just not going to move anybody else, you know? And then I was journaling, um, you know, you're about to turn 50, you've learned some things. And I came up with a list that was like over 70 items long. And it was at that point that I looked down and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the book. One of the lessons is do more of what you want and less of what you don't want. And that's that kind of confluence of the yes and no. I think we actually have to say no to some things in order to open ourselves up to actually 
create space to, to even think about what we want, right? So that's one of them. There's another one that talks about um, removing or limiting toxic people in your life, which is like a really big issue. And especially if it's someone who is close to you, a family member, a coworker, a boss, you know, it's like, how do you kind of not take that in or, um, or set boundaries, which I think, mm -hmm. again, once you get to a certain age, you're more willing to say an uncomfortable thing and to engage in a conversation. And if not, that's part of what my coaching is about is to help women to do things like that. And there's also other things like um, um, laughter is the best medicine. And um, one of my favorite Maya Angelou quotes is, if someone tells you, shows you who they are, believe them the first time, and that's really about kind of like our interpersonal relationships and mm -hmm. um, can be familiar friends, but can also be romantic. You know, sometimes we get into a situation and we think, oh, well, or we just kind of put our blinders on because we really want to believe mm -hmm. we only want to try, you know, but um, usually the, the early warning signs that you see will only get worse as you get more familiar with people. So the resounding theme is being able to speak up for yourself, whether it's saying no to someone, whether it's saying no to a relationship, or simply speaking your mind and resolving situations with people. There are ways in which we can kind of take more ownership around our, our personal agency and what we allow in our lives and, and creating, like I said, those boundaries so that we can, um, like there may be someone who is toxic, who is a central part of your life, yeah. but there are ways that you can like learn to have conversations where you can place limits or mm -hmm. put a mirror up for that. Did you, did you realize that you just said that? And how, how do you think that made me feel? Things like that to be able to actually be a little bolder and braver so that you can like, just not like take something and, and not um, assume that there's anything that can be changed. Trina's first inkling of her purpose came at the age of 40. It was, I was after my divorce or we weren't even officially divorced yet. There was a, a very toxic workplace situation and I decided in the new year that I really wanted to do something different to, you know, to feed myself. And so I went to this weekend self-development workshop with the, the name of the organization is Momentum Education. And I was living on the East Coast at that time and they were uh, based in New York. So I would go back and forth to New York. And it was during that weekend that I had an epiphany. And I, um, there was a series of, you know, uh, different exercises you go through individually, you know, reflections with group work and all that. And um, I actually recalled that there was a point in time when I had considered becoming a life coach and I had told myself no. Trina realized that her inner critic had actually kept her from her purpose. You know, I was like mad at myself. You know, I was like, wait a minute. I said no to myself. No, well, we're not doing that anymore. And so by that Sunday morning, I um, got in front of a room of like over 100 people and declared that I was going to become a life coach. And then I went through a series of 
continuing education with that group in order to like declare your goals and move purposefully and powerfully forward. And by July, I had my first paying client. And then within like a year, I was kind of bungling around, you know, trying to figure it out. And then I decided to invest in actual um, coach training for myself. So that was 12 years ago, but that I really do believe that all the things that I did in life led, led up to that decision to become a coach. Because of Trina's personal experiences of denying herself opportunities, she's able to relate to her clients and use tools to help them get past those barriers. She talks more specifically about what empowerment means. It's almost like an awakening. The empowerment is actually using your power and not just kind of like holding it as a nice idea or a dream or a, oh, oh, maybe one day I'll, you know, but actually really um, pushing against some of the negative self-talk, some of the worthiness conversation we may have, or maybe there's other people in your life who, you know, kind of give you those negative reinforcement that make you think that you can't do a thing or that you, you don't, you don't have what it takes or, oh, you failed before. So you'll fail again, or all those different things that sometimes, or, or, you know, don't let go of that job, that good job. And with the benefits, right. You know, there are people who are so well-intentioned to, because they want to protect you. So it's not even that they, they don't believe in you, but they're like, oh, but you know, that's salary and benefits and you want to do this thing. I don't, that's not a good idea, you know, but Mm -hmm. I always say like, who are they? Who is this they that we, you know, let kind of have our power, you know? Another element of empowerment Tina talks about is owning your voice. In our voice is where we begin to change the narrative. So letting your inner conversation be different than what you've had it before, being able to come up with those um, counter arguments to folks who are those well-intentioned folks that kind of keep you limited. Or and even if it's like it with me, it was myself. It wasn't anybody else. It was me, you know, um, but the, and, and being willing to, you know, have tough conversations like we talked about, you know, being willing to say no and mean it or say yes to yourself, which also means sometimes saying no to something else or limiting the amount of time that you have. All these things are based on your voice and and your inner power. It comes down to reflecting on what is meaningful to you, reflecting on who you are and who you want to be and the steps to get there. You'll have successes and failures along the way. But it's important to put those failures in context. Trina leaves us with a perfect quote from Michael Jordan regarding failure. I think it's like a Nike commercial or whatever. But it basically has this little dramatic music in the background. And he's saying all these statistics about how many shots he missed, the game winning shot he missed, how many times, you know, Um, they lost the game, how many times he didn't make the free throw. And he's like, I failed over and over and over and over again. And that's why I won. Which really emphasizes the point that sometimes you will fail before you can succeed. 
Because that failure basically informs you on how to do things better. Whether this is sports, your life, your career, or your business, failure is part of the learning process. It's not a reflection on what you can or cannot do. It's just an intermediate point. And if we view failure as that intermediate point and a point for reflection, we will be willing to take more risks and learn more and grow more. And that takes out the restriction from ourselves and we're using our power to the fullest. You can learn more about Trina at her website, justdoyouinstitute.com. Thanks for joining me today. Stay tuned to Lead That Thing by subscribing on any podcast platform. Join me next week when I speak to another guest who is empowering women. Until then, lead that thing.